What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another damn another podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. 314 episode. 314, yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally, um, a hot weekend in Chicago. Definitely felt like summertime shy. I guess it is June, so if it ain't going to get hot now, I don't know. When the hell is well? <laughs> Chicago is sketchy at times, so yeah, June will be jacket weather sometimes. So. Yeah, get warm and then it get cool and then get warm and cool then warm and cool. But I mean, I don't think that you should have to wear jackets after Memorial Day. That's just how I feel. But it always doesn't work like that. <laughs> I <would> do. <laughs> but good, good, uh, good weekend. Oh, yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Good weekend. Good weather-wise weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yep, um, yep, yep. Definitely um, had my summertime shy plans. What about you? I did. A birthday party for one of Ari's friends. And uh, they would like, uh, they had like a bouncy house with like the water slide. And then it's like a little kiddie pool at the end. So I couldn't pull Ariana out of there. She just wanted to just. Play the whole season in there like the whole time. I'm like, okay, do you? Yeah, after okay. a while, Khalil was like, eh, after a while, he was he was grooving at first, and then he's like, okay, I'm done with the pool now. I said, okay, he was over it. <laughs> Me, I was. Yeah, he's like, I'm done, my DJ the surprise birthday party for brother Eric Ferguson. Yeah, so happy 43rd nice. birthday to that brother. Yeah. Definitely um, brought my eyes flavor to the ones and twos. You know how I do. It was a surprise party that um, it was so surprised that even I didn't know all the details to the last minute about the I was still learning shit as I was like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, but I think it was a success. So that is yeah. surprised if you like if you were just still figuring out stuff. <laughs> yeah, like last like, day of and shit, I was still <laughs> I was like, oh y'all really trying to do a surprise party, but I think it was a success. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the eyes man, so you know, I'm gonna bring what I do. <laughs> and now, just relaxing, me and babe just enjoying the rest of the weekend as I'm recording this right now with the kids. So, yeah, it's definitely um good weekend overall. A lot of um yeah. ups and downs, though, at the same time, too. Yeah, yeah, very good, but challenging. Yeah, rest in peace going out to Karen, first of all. Yeah, yeah. rest yeah. in peace, definitely. Bam, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was, you know, we always say F cancer, yeah. you know, F cancer, F cancer, F cancer. And she had been going through it for a while. She finally succumbed to it. Yeah, sister in law, yeah. right there. So, yeah. yeah, so, you know, just praying for like our nieces and our nephew right now. So, brother with that, and, and our brother. Yeah, so, yeah, but. Like you said, the ups and downs, it's like, oh, boy. Very challenging. Mm-hmm. But through, like, you know, community and family, like, you know, you build that bond, you know, and we can lean with each other. We can support one another. We can give that. You see what I'm saying? We can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, rest in peace. Also, um, a young man lost his life at just um sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, 
just another um member of the family on like babes, that family member. So just the challenges, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of ups and what, downs. What is like if somebody is sick and passes away, it's like it still hurts, but you can kind of prepare yourself mentally better for it. And you can kind of, you know, like the big thing with someone, if they're really ill and they've been just suffering, then you're kind of like, you're obviously very sad they passed away, but you're like, they're not in pain. They're not suffering anymore. You're kind of like, but if it's just something like a senseless act of violence, it's like, what what is really going on? With the like, what's what's really going on? Like a sixteen year old child, like you know, Antoine. I was trying to get the young man's name. Like he should be like he should have been like going to the movies with his friends, you know, doing you you see what I mean? Like just enjoying. Yeah, that be like life is just starting at that age. Yeah. yeah. Sixteen. I was at the mall. I was at the show with my friends. That's what I was doing at sixteen. But it's just getting so crazy that people. You know, are so quick to violence. It's like we have a disagreement, like whatever the situation. I don't know the ins and outs, but we have a disagreement. We have something that why you gotta go, you gotta yeah, take you someone know. out because you yeah. disagree with them. That's why shooting is the gun should be a, a defense is a defensive weapon, not an offensive weapon. You only pull your weapon if uh, in defense. Like I said, if your life is threatened, not just because oh that motherfucker was talking shit. Let's get him. It's like no, that's. Not how it works. It's just like as a gun. Is your life in danger? Is your loved one's life in danger? If yeah. the answer is no, then <laughs> why are you pulling? As a gun owner, the gun is um, a defensive weapon, a defensive tool, not an offensive tool. You only use it in defense. And from yeah, what I hear, they still don't have a suspect in custody for the young man's death mm -hmm. either. Educate yourself. I'll just reiterate that. Like I said, I'm not an owner, but educate yourself. Like with, with education comes like you get knowledge. Knowledge you learn. You can do things appropriately if you have the knowledge. You can move a different way. So get the knowledge. Learn. Educate yourself. Yeah. Before you pick up a gun, educate yourself first before you even pick it up. Before you even think about picking it up, educate yourself. Yeah. Please. Knowledge is definitely power. And mm -hmm. as um Ben Parker said, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's the perfect thing for a gun over. It's like it was what Ben Parker said. Yeah, like you own a gun. That's a huge responsibility there. Mm -hmm. Don't take it lightly. Yeah. Because lives like are on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very much so. But um, mm. yeah, just Sorry to start things off with such a down note, but yeah. yeah. It's just been this a chaotic, just that was just so yeah. just receiving that in news, receiving the news, like I said, on both, like both times. It's just like it's a lot, yeah. Let's mm -hmm. um shift from all of the sadness. Let's talk about um give an update. <laughs> I know Kwame Brown somewhere laughing his ass off somewhere, but um <laughs> Shannon Sharp man, leaves undisputed with um Kim and shit, man. He left. He left Fox Sports. He left the undisputed. Show. That was because Kwame said that that's your master. You going to work? Was it because of Kwame? I think it's like suspicious as hell. <laughs> the timing is very suspicious. Was it because of him? 
The timing is highly suspicious <laughs> on that. Yeah. So I ain't no slave. <laughs> <laughs> he left right right after Kwame Brown talked shit about us. <laughs> He's I did that. watch Kwame Brown's response to that shit. Of course, he went in. <laughs> he doubled down and shit. <laughs> not the goal not to work because that that is the ultimate goal is to earn money and not have to work. That's that's like yeah, that's called the American dream. <laughs> that's what that's called. <laughs> yeah, I think um he's gonna um because he does his podcast is come close. Yeah. So I think that's what um he's gonna pursue that. I think more. Yeah. Like, okay. That's my um guess that he's going to um, go down that road and like to go all in on the podcast. But mm-hmm. yeah, best of luck with him. Like have Kwame Brown on as, as a guest on the podcast. That would be amazing. I mean, I Shannon, <laughs> Shannon and I, we do share a birthday. We do have the same birthday. Obviously, he's much older than me. No shade, but you know, we do have the same birthday. So that's why I'm like, okay, like I'm not going, I, I'm not going to fully throw him under the bus because we do got the same birthday. But I mean, like you said, don't poke the bear. If you win, you poking that bear. Yeah. The timing is wild as hell on that. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, what? And then Stephen A is like, you should come over here, whatever Stephen A was like. Uh, yeah, on first take, yeah. Now, that would be funny because then it'll just basically be a, a, a Skip Bayless roast. It's like the whole show would be like roasting them. Um, Skip Bomb, he, he started out on first take. He's like, and then mm-hmm. um him and uh Stephen A split, and that's when him and Shannon started yeah the undisputed. <laughs> so Shannon came the first thing and basically just be a, a fuck Skip Bayless show. That would be the whole show. So I'm I'm down to here. If that that happened, it'd be highly entertaining. And Kwame Brown don't like either of them either. So you know Kwame would definitely. <laughs> I just want to hear his response to every episode. So we get two shows out of it. We get a fuck Skip Bayless show and the Kwame and the Kwame Brown rebuttal and shit like that. <laughs> Make it happen, please. Please make it happen. Make it happen. If he goes to first take, he's like, but I think he's really gonna pursue the uh, his club Shay Shay. But if he does go to first take, that'll be amazing. <laughs> I think he is because, like, as we're seeing what 2020, like, like I always say, the good thing that did come out of 2020 is people did start thinking more about I need to be in control of my life, yeah, I need to control my destiny. People did. And that doesn't make you selfish saying that you want to control your destiny because like you could have been, like I said, if it was a small mom and pop business that was open and before the pandemic doing very well, a restaurant, let's say doing really, really well. Pandemic hits. They never recovered after the pandemic. They closed doors completely. You could have been employee of the month. You could have been there for 20 years. And like, a whole lot of yeah. businesses um never reopened when they got mm-hmm. shut down in March of 2020. A lot of businesses just stayed closed. Even after stuff's opening up, they said, "Ah, right, we're gonna stay closed." Like, stay closed. It's not worth it. Yeah, some places just never reopened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you didn't really make a plan because that was your plan was being there until you physically couldn't work or you just you were comfortable there, so you yeah just, you were fine. But 2020 did teach a lot of people that you got to look out for you. You got to do what's best for you and yours. You got to do that. So have a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. I think that that is what's going on with a lot of people. Like why you're seeing like people shift on people who were like, like things were like they were riding the wave and things seemed fine because I mean, he could have stayed on Undisputed forever. Yeah. Cause it's a he, very he popular could've. show. It's a very popular show. And 
the people like the memes that we always see with like the meme. I know the chance black and mild and the do rag and the and the henny, you know, or the <laughs> you know the face, you know. It's like and plus all the there. all the LeBron stuff is like there's a lot that comes out of that show. He could have been there forever, but he opted to go another way to bet on himself and to try something different. And then at the end of the day, if like what you try, if it if you don't, if at first you don't succeed, then I'm sure that he can find another. Yeah, he can always come thing. back to TV. He's proven that he can. And he do can it. find another thing, another gig. He probably could come back to Fox if he wanted, like, and get yeah. his own show if he wanted to. <laughs> he probably could go back there, like, if um, what he does like doesn't pan out yet. Or right. he might join, like, on the football when they do like the thing, the panel. panel. He might join the panel because some of them are getting older. Yeah, a lot of them again. I mean, some of them because I'm looking at some of them. I was like, um, Terry Bradshaw, like, yeah, I'm like, around a long time. I'm like, weren't you playing football when I was a kid? Like, like I know you were up there. You was playing football when I was a kid. So I'm like, I know you were up there in age. Long, like these cats been on TV for a long time. Because I remember the Howie Long is that his name? Yeah. I remember him on the Radio Shack commercial, so that shows how old. Like I remember him. Or is it going to the Radio Shack? You said enough there. He was on the Radio Shack commercial. Like if you guys remember it, let me know. Let me know if you guys remember the Radio Shack commercials with him on him. I remember him on Radio Shack. I remember that. But yeah, them cats been on TV a long time, so yeah. Yeah, so he could always join the panel. Right in there, yeah. It'll be um. I think it would work, yeah. And then, like you, he, he'd be in his his element. Then Kobe Brown was saying, "Yeah, you know shit about basketball. You a yeah, you're a football player." <laughs> well, he said some spicier language than that, but <laughs> he he said you're a football playing bitch. But that's what he said. <laughs> but yeah, he he he'll be in his element because he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, so he'd be in. Yeah, his he element. is a Hall of Famer. So his element on the football panel. <laughs> Stephen A just gives advice. I mean, he didn't play any sport, but <laughs> this is why Kwame Brown don't like him. He's like, you, you call me a bus. Yeah, hey, bitch, you don't play, you don't you never played nothing. <laughs> Some people just never played and like <laughs> you don't like Skip then, Bayless too, another one. <laughs> you, you never, never played. played shit. Yeah. And then some people were Al Bundy, like you made you peaked in high school, like you were Al Bundy. So some people are that. So you know. Everybody I know is an Al Bundy. It's like yeah. <laughs> you peaked in high school. Made it pro, but then he had some mysterious knee injury. <laughs> Everybody I know could have made it pro. Okay, scored four touchdowns in a single game. <laughs> I know so many Al Bundys that could have either went NFL or NBA, like they claimed how how cold they were. But yeah, but yeah, I got a, a trick knee. It's like yeah, yeah. The trick, the trick is you suck. That's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick <laughs> you, you suck <laughs> show yeah. me your highlight reel let me see your highlight reel where's your game foot film <laughs> <laughs> if you played high school ball it's like it's some kind of footage out there like they air high school games on television mm -hmm. show me your game footage and <laughs> see in this game I dropped 40 I dropped 40 points I okay I want to see the let film see. It's like, let me yeah. see it I guess you're so old. They didn't. Yeah, it was games weren't televised yet back then. It's like, even though you're like my age, it's like the TV didn't exist in the nineties. I guess. <laughs> you petty. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's for the footage. Is all you said. 
I guess I could do that too about my MMA career. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I just I just wasn't good enough. I admit it's like that's the real reason I didn't make it. Wasn't good enough. Yeah. I did it. I just wasn't good enough. That's I ran track. I didn't want to commit to that. It was just too much. Wasn't your thing. Too yeah. much for me. I just you didn't like this shit. Much. It was yeah. too much. Track is intense. It's very intense. It is. It's, it's very, very intensive. So you weren't, I trying like, to, you weren't trying to qualify for the Olympics. You were just no. doing school activity. That's a, <laughs> people say, oh, yeah, you know, you can, you're pretty fast. You know, you should run. You're pretty fast. Mm. You know. And I tried it. And I was like, I did four years. And I was like, yeah, I like dancing better. And I stuck with dancing. I was like, dancing is better to me. <laughs> Me, um, I've wrestled in high school, but um, Ooh, MMA was in its infancy back then. Like, 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 UFC started, I think, like '93. UFC turns thirty this year. That's crazy. It's like I started. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they weren't in infancy back then. MMA. So like, um, and then back then it was unregulated. People, it was like human cockfighting. That's what the early days of UFC were before it became an actual sport. Is like, yeah. <laughs> and then Dana White was a method actor. He decided to like take it into his own home, but. Yeah. Well, he's the guy that basically like turned it from um, what it was to what it is now to like um, making it more of a structured like, thing, like yeah. not just um fucking so alley. Guys being snide each other. Basically, it was no alley, like alley. No Look at, uh, looking like um, they live with Keith David. <laughs> yeah, like early I mean, MC was very similar to the They Live Roddy Piper, Keith David. Like, similar to that. Like, like, it's, it's, no like, come as you are, like motherfuckers will just. You, I can show up in this and I get into the fight. <laughs> they just come as you are and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no regulations, no rules, no. You could bite motherfuckers' eye gouges, like none of that. All of that shit was like, like Brad Pitt and uh, Edward Norton and Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Then Dana White said, oh, "Let's make it a real sport." And then it became what it is, like MMA. But um, I was there. And I went the early stages, like so. It really wasn't a, a path for like if you were an amateur wrestler to like go into like professional. Unless you're gonna be a pro wrestler, which is more theatrics. Like that's not um acting actual sport is more theatrics. It's like yeah. So um, that's just wrestling, like you said in South Park. <laughs> that's not wrestling. This is wrestling. wrestling. But um, long story short, I just wasn't good enough. Since so. <laughs> <laughs> you opened the sports store, we can stay in sports. Uh, we have our finals, <laughs> which and we damn near halfway through it. Now I know it's um, we I'm exaggerating. We might be halfway through it. Like, if it's a sweep, we might be halfway. <laughs> it's very possible. But so been under about uh, Miami did win, you know. Mm. So they did stick with the pattern of um. Was it oh and fifty one now? Yeah, yeah, one fifty oh and one fifty one. I think yeah, because like no team has ever come back being down three zip. So yeah. and um, I roasted Miami, but then um they got the job done. Yeah. Um um, Caleb Martin is like yeah he's like um he's the hero of that. <laughs> and of course Jimmy is Jimmy and shit, but yeah, yeah Jimmy's Jimmy. But he was um pun intended the hero of that shit because Tyler Hero's injured. So yeah, he was the hero of that um game seven. <laughs> and then they ran to the uh Denver. They ran to them. <laughs> and Denver did look convincingly good in the first game. By the time some this people, airs, um, what some people were worried about, which can't happen, is um rust factor. 
The rest, yeah, because they were rested. They were way more rested. Seven games. That's like the two extremes. One team, um, one team sweeps, and the other one goes extreme. And then, mm-hmm. like, so the other team just played a couple days ago where you've been off for, like, over a week. Like, Russ yeah. can play. It didn't, like, when Denver's case. But mm-hmm. he can play a factor. It's like some teams come out in their first game, and then they look and the, like. The, lethargic. And, lethargic yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and you just kind of, because I've seen it with players are, like, literally, like, walking the ball up. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it just looks so just disconnected. And then it hits them, like, oh. Let me let me snap out of it, and then by game two, then they let themselves. But game one, a lot of times, can be a throwaway game. You saw that. Um, let's go back um back into the Jordan era again. That's kind of what happened um with the ninety one championship. Ninety one championship. Game yeah. one, remember they swept the Pistons in the um Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. the infamous walk off the court game. And then um I think the Lakers in Portland went six in the Western Conference Finals. I think they went six games. So like mm-hmm. the Lakers had played more recently than the Bulls, like so they like, they came out ready. Bulls um were caught sleeping and like lost that game one, and then um game two they came. out. was like a whole new team. Like, Spectacular they, move. They, that was the game two. Yeah, they looked like the team that yep. they were. It's like it was game one. People started had their doubts. It's like yeah, can Michael win the big one? It's like yeah. can Michael win a title? That yeah. sounds so crazy saying that now. Can Michael win yeah, a title? That. Back in that era, the winners were like Jordan. Yeah. I mean, were like Magic and Bird. And even Isaiah won two titles. Is like so, like the even Bird, even Isaiah won. Even like I said, even Isaiah could win. Can Michael win the big one? He, Isaiah Thomas even won titles. It's like him, yeah, but Magic and Bird were looked at as the winners. Michael was mm-hmm. like the exciting player. Like, but can he win? It's like that was really and he a- got hops and he got moves and this and that. But does it win titles? It was like that. And he win. It's like, yeah, he's exciting. Michael was John Morant before. <laughs> he's exciting, but came so without the guns. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't. But he's like a lot of the players that people look at like that. It's like, yeah, he's mm-hmm. fun to watch. Like Luka Doncic is like, yeah. <laughs> Can he win? It's like Luca really got something to prove. Like he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> he's hustling backwards. It's like he was uh, was a Western Conference Finals a couple years ago, so not even in the playoffs. <laughs> like, he hustling backwards. Yes. <laughs> oh, that should made Dallas better, man. Kyrie should made them better. <laughs> should have. Something to that with Kyrie is like every ever since um he left Cleveland, it's it's an argument to be made that Kyrie made every team worse that he joined. It's like. If he should, it should have been better because I'm like, oh, they got Kyrie now. Okay. Boston, um, with Isaiah Thomas, some would say it was better than the Kyrie version of Boston. The Celtics were better. And then, like, after he left, they got better again. So, and Brooklyn Nets, that was just a whole, like, mess, like, from the beginning. That was a, that was a shit show. Yeah. Now, Dallas is like, so some are making the argument does Kyrie make teams? Brooklyn was on paper. On paper, it should have been tremendous. On paper, but it just because on paper it looked tremendous, Brooklyn. But I think um, KD, <laughs> Kyrie, and Harden played like maybe ten games together. It was like a real small amount. That, that should have been that big three. I would rival anybody against those big three. When they, they got Harden, everybody was like, um, uh, title, title, title. But the big three that is. Never even made it out of the second round. That team, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all, all three of them certified scorers. All three of them certified scorers. Two MVPs, and then you got Kyrie as well as like, <laughs> and uh, Uncle Drew. <laughs> it's like, yeah. come on now. 
on paper that looked great, but then watching it execute, I was like, ugh. Like, Remember how mad Knicks fans were when um the Brooklyn Nets got it. Now the Knicks um are better than the Nets. That's so funny how it works out. <laughs> how when they signed uh, those two, like my smell Stephen A broke down in tears and shit on <laughs> Are you gonna sign with the Brooklyn Nets? Both KD and Kyrie Irving. It's like <laughs> he broke down damn near in tears and like now the Knicks are actually better than the Nets. <laughs> Funny how that worked out. He's finally on the court again with his orange and blue on. He repping. <laughs> yeah, I have Spike. You know, Spike is part of the team. He's part of the team. He is. Since we stay in this point, what about what? How about Scotty Pippen? Since we talking, <laughs> Scotty sounds like a bitter Betty. That's what he sounds like. like Scotty Pippen got him bugging, man. That's a like he yeah. um like um he let um. <laughs> so wait, you let a hole like ruin your legacy, basically. Like, and I know that's harsh and shit, but you basically um, oh. you let a hole ruin your legacy. <laughs> She's a hole. It's like <laughs> I'm just calling it like it is. <laughs> oh. Like a hole is ruined because, like, because this all this is going. Like, it's going to be part of Scotty's legacy. All of this, all of this is going to be part of his it legacy. Yes, unfortunately. Go ahead, kid. It's really goofy. I say it's really goofy because it's like Jordan already gave um, him his flowers because on the last dance he said, "Without, uh, without Sky, like, there's I no championship." Yeah, he acknowledged like, it because he done every one of his titles. You can't say Scottie Jordan was, just Jordan. Jordan never won before or that. after Scotty. You like, can't he, yeah. my name and not say his name. Mm -hmm. Right, you can't say my name without his name. It is no Jordan. It is no Jordan without Scotty. It's not. Oh, Scotty is just wild and is like, he let that broad, like, and then Scotty just still, like, I don't know. He's acting very, I don't know. He's just being very weird. Like, I don't, like, is it because, like I said, like, people's like, okay, we get it. Uh, Michael Jordan's son is begging your ex wife. We get it. People are like, we get it. Like I said, you let a whole, like, ruin your legacy. Saying Michael Jordan was a horrible player and horrible to play with. I'm just reading the actual quote, like, verbatim. A horrible player. <laughs> I get if you say like he was like um uh, he was an it wasn't fun to play with him like that. Okay. Yeah, so like yeah, like yeah, we won, but um it wasn't pleasant to be around him. I yeah. get if you said something like that, but to say he was a Some horrible people, player is like come on. <laughs> come on. These like companies that are like well executed making bank, it's like the CEO is a real dick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we making money, but this CEO is a dick. Perfect example of that is um the her she recently left her show like with Ellen DeGeneres. They say, yeah. They said that she was yeah. like at work, but they said she was a nightmare to work with. It's like, hey, which you can see, like we see like yeah, Ellen on camera dancing and smiling, but shit, she's probably a fucking asshole behind the scenes. It's like, yeah. Ellen doing her little Elaine dance. You know, and her little, you know, was Ellen just seems so likable. Even when she hosted the Oscars that year, I was like, Ellen is just so likable. She took the, I was like, um, she's just a ray of sunshine. The, the viral selfie, like, yeah, with all of the, um, with, with Brad Pitt and Lupita. Everybody, and Bradley Cooper and all of them. Yeah, all yeah. the A-listers in it, yeah. The, <laughs> like, that was the year mm -hmm. she hosted. And then she, uh, she ordered a Girl Scout cookies or something, pizza. You know, it was just really cute. To the fans, I mean, to the people in the audience, she gave up pizza. Yeah. And Girl Scout cookies. She bought like Girl Scout cookies. It, it was just really cute because it was like, oh, it's 
really sweet. Ellen probably is an asshole behind the scenes. I can definitely see that. It's a facade. I can definitely see that. Because a lot of people want to project the image that I'm such a good. Anytime somebody says I'm such a good person, I automatically think, "No, you're not." Probably a douchebag. You ain't got to say it. Good people like prove it through their actions. They don't have to say this. Thank you. Well, I'm a good person. I'm a stand-up person. I'm a humanitarian. You're probably an asshole. I know you're not. I give back all the time. No, you don't. You gave twenty no, you you're probably $20 an two years ago. What the fuck out of here? How are you giving back? <laughs> Shit. But Scotty, I mean, stop being bitter. Stop being extra. You know, the Michael Jordan, the I mean. Stop. Get some help. <laughs> you know, like if you need to get some help, like do that if you need to. We're talking maybe bull- he needs to talk to maybe, maybe therapy he needs to go to to try to work out those repressed feelings. I don't know. Well, let's talk about it right now. Since we're talking Bulls basketball, let's settle this once and for all. You see this oh. um, graphic right here. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins? It's like, <laughs> this is <Okay>. good. <laughs> this is real good. <laughs> Okay, so those, I'm gonna, let's read them off like for those that are listening on the audio version. Okay. Okay. Who wins, who wins in a seven-game series? It's all Chicago Bulls players in their prime. All these guys in their prime. Yes, in their prime. Team A, you have Michael Jordan, DeMar DeRozan, Tony Kukoc, Joakim Noah, and Kirk Heinrich. Team B, in their prime, you have Scottie Pippen, Derek Rose, Dennis Rodman, Jimmy Butler, and Zach Levine. <laughs> okay, so I got my pick. I want to hear yours. <laughs> this is how I have to do it. Like I said, because I can't see it because like each of them obviously have strengths on both teams. So like I have to do it like this, where I match up the position and who would make and who I think would win over the position. And All I right, let's see. do that. All right, so, point guard Kirk Heinrich versus that's how I have to do it. Kirk and Derek Rose. Let's Derek Rose. Okay. Let's Derek uh, would be Derek would be Kirk. I think. Kirk was Kirk was a hell of a defense. Kirk was good, but Derrick Rose, that MVP Rose, he was just mm. Derrick was ridiculous. That's an MVP. So I say uh, Derrick would uh, have it over Kirk and Prime. Okay, um, the two guard, um, well, the obvious Jordan exactly. Exactly, me and Jordan. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three. I'm trying to um. Well, we have a couple I'm of nice ducks, but Jordan would beat him. I'm obviously. trying to figure these positions out. Let's say um three is DeRozan and Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy, Jimmy I say the three is them. Jimmy wins that easily. I think Jimmy DeRozan would put the old school um shake and bake with the mid range because he is a monster. Remember, but I think that Jimmy would have Jimmy a slight edge. Jimmy is a fucking monster. <laughs> Jimmy's. No, a so I think he was. <laughs> Jimmy I think killer. I think it would be I think it would be close at first, and then Jimmy would just do this. You see what I mean? But like they would kind of. Jimmy was able to carry two teams. Jimmy was able to carry two mediocre teams to the finals. DeRozan never could carry a good Raptors team to the finals. It's like Jimmy said, yeah. two mediocre Heat teams to the finals. So yeah, he did. So I give Jimmy the edge. It's like all right, yeah. four. Are we going to um, Tony Kukoc versus That's Scott right. Pippen? Let's say yeah. Pippen, but 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 Tony would give him he would give him um some struggle. He would give him it'd be like offense versus defense, basically. Yeah, he would give him some struggle. He would Tony would give him some struggle, but I think Pip because defense wins games. I think that he would. I think he would ultimately. Must be the most fun matchup. Um, the big (laughs) Noah Noah and Dennis Rodman. (laughs) 
That's so much fun because hey, remember this is prime Rodman too. So are we so are we talking bad boys, Rodman? <laughs> it's like in their prime, remember says that. <laughs> so it might Even be bad. Rodman was Superman on the Bulls. He was still like Superman in him. Like all these are in their prime. Like this is MVP roles. It's like this is Ooh. um Jordan like winning the the titles. It's like yeah. <laughs> <it's just, laughs> That's so tough. Rodman and Noah. That's a great because. Noah is like a baby Rodman. He's like a baby Rodman. He is. So yeah. it's like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I got to go with the worm. <laughs> yeah, I say the worm because the worm just had like that. Because I say the worm because he had mind games. Like Noah didn't do mind games like Rodman. Rodman got inside your head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he fucked with your he head. Like, at Alonzo <laughs> Mourning's ass. Remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, he was like, you're a sick man. Alonzo was <laughs> shook. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> and then he got this. <laughs> You're, right, you're sick. You're a sick fuck. You're sick. You're a sick fucking dude. Like, 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 one of my guys posted that meme. You're sick. You're sick. Yeah. One of my guys posted that on his Facebook page. So I, thought so you like that, I thought you liked it. So, who went in there? Um, let's think about this for a second. Hold on. Hmm. I like Team B. <laughs> Hold on, kid. Yeah. I say Team B. What you think, kid? Because, like, even like, uh, like as as well, what you say? As Popovich said, Team B had a little bit more nasty. On their team, <laughs> they had like more dogs. You know what I mean? Like you got yeah. dogs. It's like probably the weakest that, one that on B. Is, like, the weakest one on B is Zach Levine, and he doesn't suck. It's like yeah, it's like, and he doesn't. Yeah, Zach is probably the weakest one. Yeah, it's like um, Crapton Kirk is like sorry Kirk, but he's weak. <laughs> Nothing against Kirk, but but Prime Kirk wasn't crap. He was Captain Kirk. <laughs> we yeah. talking about Prime Kirk. I, said, I, think that, I still think that Derrick Rose, Prime Rose, boy, does to him. I think absolutely Rose. Won. <laughs> Kirk never did. <laughs> Kirk was a role player. Like Rose, the fucking MVP and shit. Yeah. My MVP Rose was ridiculous. Dunking on Gordon Dragic. We need that's the role he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's from Chicago, he has a 40 inch vertical. Where's my poster machine? That's the rules we talking about. Yeah, that guy had yeah, a prime rules. <laughs> well, Stacy King lost his shit. <laughs> the way he looked after he did, though. I want to go higher. <laughs> he was mean looking. That's a fun meme, though. Like I said, I think B might have the edge over it. Because you got the dogs, like I said, you got Kippen. I should have put in the comments. You got worms. Real Bulls fans only. Like, if you're not a real Bulls fan, stay the fuck away from this. That's how I would have posted. I might repost that on my Jimmy is a dog. Jimmy's a dog, yeah. He dragged two He said the weakest one probably would be Levine. And Levine, if Levine wasn't going against Jordan, then he would have, you know, you get what I'm saying. If he wasn't against Jordan, then Levine would have, like, a an easier shot against any other player. Except for Mike, you know what I mean. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's a goat, period, but definitely the goat um, shooting guard. It's like, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, That's why I had to break it down. I said, because looking at 
perfect because a lot of people just look, Michael Jordan's team automatically, but it's like, no, break it down position. I think this D team is like, yeah, <laughs> with Scotty, D Rose, Rodman, Butler, and Levine. Yeah, <laughs> I think that because then Levine could be like just he just be like a, a just straight scorer. He could be the he could be like the Steph Curry yeah. to say the catch and shoot guy. Like that's what shoot, Levine would be on this team to catch and shoot. Like D rolls will be like driving to the rim. It's like, like <laughs> and if you got and if we happen to get a steal and we throw it down to you, you can do a dunk. <laughs> you, yeah. you can because Levine got the nice dunks. You can do a nice dunk. <laughs> Levine's probably the best dunker. Like, controversial yeah. statement since Jordan's on, but Levine might be probably the best dunker on this list. Jordan fans will come get me. <laughs> the Levine's probably the best dunker out of all of these. Levine, Levine was nice. Levine. Levine is nice on the dunks. He's nice. Watch, that He's all. Really nice. <laughs> Watch the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine dunk contest. Nice. Tell me. <laughs> Watch that. That's probably like um that's like one of the best contests. Top, yeah. Top yeah, I say it's one of the best. The gold is, is Vince Carter. Like, yeah, that's the one. The 2000 with Vince Carter. Oh, then okay. 88 with Jordan and Dominique, and then um Zach Levine. I say Levine and Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Those are like the best three dunk contests. Yeah. Best three. Light years are better, like the some of the other ones. In recent yeah. years, even some of the older ones were like shaky too. <laughs> like after Jordan Dominique, it got stuck. that's why they ended up canceling the dunk contest till Vince Carter saved the shit. It's like yeah, <laughs> some of those were like shaky and shit. Sorry, Harold Miner, like those years, like when it got shaky, like yeah. baby Jordan, <laughs> baby Jordan, Ryder and shit, and Brent Barry won one year. Like that's when the, the contest got to, <laughs> it kind of start. It kind of sucked during that era. <laughs> <laughs> then Kobe was in it like his year was all right. It's like, yeah, when Kobe. <laughs> and then they canceled it for a couple of years and brought it back with Vince Carter, who saved the dunk contest, in my opinion. <laughs> with us over, over. He saved that shit. <laughs> Where are we going, kid? <laughs> I'm a dork. Hmm. Well, <laughs> did we finish talking about the fluff? Before you move on, I said one more. Um, let's put a um, let's oh. put a poll on this final set. Yeah, um, if the if the if the um Nuggets win it all, which they're heavily favored too, does the, where does this rank Jokic as the greatest Euro players? Does it pass? Does he pass Dirk Nowitzki with this win? I would say um, I think he would pass Dirk. Like where does um Jokic rank? Hmm. This is like yeah, because he has two MVPs. Dirk has one, so would a title like put him ahead of um Dirk as the goat as far as European players? He's in the conversation definitely. Possible. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. That might be. It's possible. It's definitely a, a legit argument. Like if the um Nuggets win, then um you got to put Jokic as like um in that conversation for the goat Euro players. You got to put him in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to put uh -huh. a in there. And if the Heat somehow miraculously win this, then Jimmy Butler is like, <laughs> he really, <laughs> he's a and he's Michael Jordan's son. As they keep on saying, they keep on saying the rumor he's Michael That's Jordan's son. We know very little about Jimmy's parents as well. Very little, and we know that um he was raised like by foster parents. Like yeah, we know very he's little. Adopted, about yeah. Jimmy's mm -hmm. parents is like so yeah. <laughs> Petty. <laughs> All right, where are you going, kid? Uh, for shits and giggles. 
Have you been following? Do you know who Denia Jackson is? Denia Jackson. Denia Jackson. That sounds familiar. Who is it? She's the ex-wife of Derek Jackson, the oh Derek person. <laughs> Team oh. Jackson, who will be in his tight shirt. Team Jackson. Derek. Ladies, you are not the problem. <laughs> Men, Derek. you are the problem of everything. Derek fucking. When he, would give, when he would give his relationship advice and then. So apparently she had a video that went viral because she did a podcast uh, interview basically talking about how in short, she said that she studied videos of other women's bodies that that he like women that he had these affairs with, and she like said that she knew these women's bodies better than she knew her own body, and she was looking just basically trying to do that, like trying to compete to basically be like, it's basically just trying to keep her marriage intact because she was studying these other women, like okay, he's going over there to her, so what does she have that I don't have, and then that kind of thing or whatnot. And it was like very jarring listening to that because it just sounded like a woman, like a broken woman, like a woman who had been broken down so much because when people are in relationships with people who are narcissistic or, yeah. you know, manipulative and things like that, controller, then you are taken down where like you're feeling like you're this big. Right. And I just was like, I feel so bad. That was the thing. It's like, you know, like this woman had no self-confidence at all. And he just really just put her down that much. But then the interesting thing that came out, and I'm going to pull it up right now, <laughs> the interesting thing that happened was um, she had uh, actually, let me find this, she actually has a thing that's going on right now uh, where she has a thing called infidelity camp. And in her infidelity camp, <laughs> it's basically a thing where, like, she's teaching um, ladies how to, like, basically get yourself back. You know, like, how to, like, you know, how to come uh, back from if you were, like, if you were, like, being cheated on or whatever. So this infidelity camp that she has, it says... Healed, and it's I guess it's an acronym or something. And it's basically said infidel infidelity recovery boot camp, and it says that this camp is two payments of four hundred and ninety five dollars a month. If you do the one on one coaching with it, then it's two payments of thirty four ninety nine a month. If you do the profit from your pain, it's forty nine ninety seven. So, because <laughs> I saw it come up in my in my natural hair group, they was like, "Y'all paying five bands for this? Y'all paying five bands?" And then, so that's why y'all paying five bands. Y'all got the. So now people are wondering if this was all a ploy. Like, are they like in cahoots? They're like, are they working together? People was like, "Is this all? Was this their master plan?" Because they're like, "He's a grifter." So. She's probably one too. Like probably oh, yeah, this is yeah. this was like their plan when people are saying that. Yeah. <laughs> like, was this all a yeah, was this all a big thing to like just get like to do this? Cause we see it happen. Like people, oh, you had this and that, and then now it's like I have a tell-all book that's coming out. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see people release stuff like, like like back in the day, like the whole sex tape things. Oh, my sex tape got leaked, and now I have a show. Kardashian. Kardashian, you know. Kardashian. 
Kardashian's the most famous sex tape of all time. So we we see that happen. Oh. We see that happen. So my sex tape's released. For wondering with the whole thing now that. <laughs> well. <laughs> no way. So I don't know. I don't know if it's like because when I saw that five thousand dollars, somebody did the screenshot, and I'm like, mm. "Y'all paying five thousand dollars for this? Y'all paying five thousand dollars for this? <laughs> like interesting. What but, we but we watching we watching supermarket sweep and shit. Y'all paying five thousand dollars for this? If sis is uh, able to uh <laughs> to get uh, people to sign for it, then hey. She's secure in the bag if she's able to get people on that. So, I mean, like we said, we can't hate the hustle, right? <laughs> no, not the hustle, basically. Hey. Let's talk about um Danny Lay's ass, who's back in the news, like, yeah, in a big way this time. It's like, <laughs> remember the incident with the baby, like, a couple of incidents she had with the baby. First, she put out that whack-ass um, yellow bone, so, yeah. It's like that awful song that caused controversy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow bitch thinks she all that. It's like, yeah, well, like, yeah, no. Melanated women felt some type of way about that fucking like, <laughs> Then um, the the baby just leaked a video of like um, with the, her and them like arguing. Remember that arguing him putting her out the apartment and yeah, the hot ghetto mess. Well, now. She got a DUI, serious charges now, yeah. Arrested for hit and run. According to TMZ. Should I share the story? Let's read together. Yeah, I'll share it. Yeah. yeah. I'll share the story. Let's read together. And the reason why DUIs are such a big thing now is because you can get a fucking Uber. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can get an Uber. Especially you, you got somebody like her. You got money. You know you can afford one and shit. Yeah. You can get Uber. You can get the black, what's it, the black or whatever. Uber black, Uber yeah. Black. It's a you nice car. We get, get where you get luxury cars. Uber Black, yeah, where they only luxury cars that come get you. Mm-hmm. Sir Mugshot, yeah. So, <laughs> Danny Lay, um, on Memorial Day weekend, yeah, that um, baby's um, ex baby mother. So, yeah, she was arrested Tuesday morning in Miami Beach when police claimed she was involved in a DUI hit and run, which ended a serious back injury to the alleged victim who was riding a moped. This is oh, nutty. Like, I was reading this story, like, yeah, this is the way. According to police report obtained by TMZ, she was seen by several witnesses driving at a high rate of speed, swerving in on a lot of lanes near Miami Beach. Eventually, the cops say she struck somebody who was on a motorized scooter, then dragged the moped for about a block. Like, that's nutty. <laughs> and then somebody flagged down the stop. So she dragged somebody on the um, scooter for about a block. Yeah. It said, uh, paralyzed. Exactly, or dead. It's like, yes, in the paperwork, the cops described yeah, yeah. felon of alcohol. He conducted a field sobriety test, which she failed, and later took a breathalyzer, and she failed that too, I'm sure. Yep, says she blew twice the legal limit. She was cuffed, taken to jail, booked on three charity charges, um, driving under the influence, leaving the scene of a crash, serious bodily injury, and DUI damage to property. The person, like, yeah, like they say, yeah, kidney laceration and spinal fracture. Yeah, this fractured spine, this person that she dragged for a block is like, yeah. <laughs> if I'm that person or their family, I'm suing the shit out of Danny Lay and shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking all of yeah, the Yellow Bones money is what I want, shit. I might call that the name of the episode. <laughs> yellow money is what I want. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's just... 
like you gotta be more responsible than that like what what happened to people having drivers like people like first of all said people having drivers man okay i get drivers having a chauffeur might be expensive get an uber that's what i said you can get an uber yeah right that we can afford ubers if i can afford an uber you can afford an uber i was taking yeah because i had um some car issues recently and i was taking ubers around the city and shit yeah so if i can do that shit danny fucking lake can is like i'm just saying <laughs> I can get me an Uber. Right, you can afford an Uber. Come on now. Like I said, but what happened to chauffeurs? Like, chauffeur, people are always my driver. Like, people had drivers back in the day. Yeah. Do the people just not do that no more? You just don't have drivers no more? Mm. Well, yeah, like, I was, what did you do? I was like, when and I saw then you hit this track for like a block. For a block? Shit. That's scary and shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, I predict he probably gets no jail time because celebrities know how to not get jail time. You're gonna plead out no contest or something. Do um, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a cash settlement to the family, yeah. and then just undisclosed amount. Yeah, undisclosed amount, and then it's gonna be community service. Service and um, and she's gonna pay a fine. Yeah. That's, oh, that's and cool. also it might be a um, they might put oh, her in like a treatment program. For like probation. alcohol, for alcoholism, five years, it might probation. be something like that. Yeah, but no jail time, just probation. It's like, and you gotta go to like the alcohol and Lay should be in jail, but that's probably what's gonna happen because, like I said, wealthy people know how to like make they know how to do certain things that we don't have the privilege of doing. So, well, but in that, with that being said. Um, let that be a learning. Let this be a teaching moment for her that you know you just can't do shit like that. Like, yeah. And then if I have a lawyer, the person just probably is on their mohair, just trying to have like a nice time, yeah. like enjoying the nice yeah, weather. Yeah, and then... summer, yeah, enjoying the weather. Yeah, in Miami, it's like yeah, probably yeah, break out the moped, a nice day. I don't know, you about to get run over by a mad woman and shit. Huh? But yeah, yeah she awesome. she should be in jail. Fuck Danny Lay and shit. She should be. And also, sad mm -hmm. story here. You heard about um, DC Young flies um his his lady. I said she um she died. Oh, uh, it was. You said uh, I'm sorry for a second. You said you heard about uh. What did you say, Jackie O? Jackie O, yeah. DC Young flies lady, yeah, Jackie O, yeah. Died yeah, I saw that story. DC Young flies up. Mm. And when I saw that, like, she has like three, they have three young children, three, three children under the age of five, I want to say. Yeah. I think they have three kids under the age of five, I want to say. And just seeing that story, it was just really incredibly sad, just reading it about what happened. And what I will say about this, like a lot of people, like, People love to be like a whole, I'm a tough love. Like, you know, when people try to, I just tell like, no, you're an asshole. Stop. You're not telling shit like it is. You're just an asshole. Um, if she, if she did, like, it's nowhere in, in anywhere that says that if you want to have cosmetic surgery, yeah, you can have cosmetic surgery. Like, has that been confirmed? The stories that she died while um, going under cosmetic surgery. That's the story that I heard. 
But they were saying that the, the story is that shortly after she received her mommy makeover, because mommy makeover is a thing, yeah. they were saying that she passed away shortly after receiving this That's surgery. The story I heard, yeah, that she got. And but for people to be like, well, you know, you know, that's the risk there. When you have any kind of surgery, you're at risk of not waking up. Yeah. You are any surgery. Like, because like you sign your consent form every every time you every time you put you under anesthesia, you sign that consent form. You do under anything. So being like, because she decided that she wanted to do cosmetic surgery, she should be. It should be like, well, you knew the risk. It's like people it acting like surgery. Deserved, act like she deserved it. It's like, no, nah, that's kind of harsh. <laughs> that's tacky. That's that's harsh and tacky. Like, people try to say, well, they're just telling it like it is. Like, I know you're not. If I say you're an asshole, if you do that. Um, the thing that I don't like that I feel a lot of young ladies are just so pressured into doing um surgeries and stuff like i saw pictures of her you look at this girl she was like, yeah, she it. Not it was nothing wrong. like, like you I mean, like um her looks were like very important to her so like she probably did want to get her little mommy makeover after their their youngest or whatever feel the pressure like it's the pressure that people that people do and like um like i said i know that like i said and i'm on um i'm on a lot of people may look at me cross-eyed for saying like this but one thing that I think that she does do a little bit too much by just being naked all the time. I think Lizzo just shouldn't just be naked all the time. But I get what she's trying to... I get Lizzo's thing feeling like, okay, I've been taught to be like, because I'm a big woman, that I should not feel comfortable in my skin. But guess what? I'm comfortable in my skin. Like, you know, like, like, I the, get um, why Lizzo does that. I, I don't agree with being naked. I don't agree with that. That's what a lot of her, her popularity is because of that, because she's um a big girl that's not afraid of being a big girl. It's the body positivity thing, because everybody is not going to have an hourglass shape. Like, I mean, the, of course, we know everybody wants, like, the big bust, small waist, big hips. Like, everybody wants to have that hourglass figure, but very few people naturally have that hourglass figure, naturally. Like, you have to work or get work done to it. You know what I mean? Like you have to do something to, yeah, so it's to very get a figure. You just have genetics that are like that. It's like, I don't know, the, I'm not going to throw a percentage out there, but it's a very small percentage of women that have those genetics where you just you just wake up like that. It's like, yeah, you, without doing any of the work or surgery mm -hmm. or whatever. Without doing it, no exercise, no dieting. Yeah. And you shake. Very like, few people who have that. Like I said, either you have to work at it or get work done <laughs> to look like that. So the pressures that a lot of these young ladies feel is for me to compete, I have to look at this. And when you look at, like I said, I'm, I'm calling this the era, the Kardashian era. Like, like I said, when I see all these new girls come out, all of them look the same. It's like they all got that same, the same pout, the same boobs, the same BBL. Like everybody has that same snatch away. Everybody has that same look. Yeah. Everybody looks at that. Like, like what, what happened to okay? Like, okay, some of us have a little bit of fat right here. Some of us have a little bit of fat right here. Some of us has a fat right. You know what happened to like different looks, different shapes, different. You know, and I just thought that ladies. I mean, if you want to get surgery because you want to feel better, do what makes you feel better for yourself, uh, but don't yeah, feel like the pressure. Yeah, if you don't feel do. like you have to do this, if it's food. something you want to do, yeah. that's fine. But um, if you don't want to do this shit. Don't do the shit.
Yeah, and that's just my thing I'll say. It's a personal preference. It's a personal choice. Like, if you want to, like, you shouldn't be shamed for, like, if you want to get surgery. Because I know so many people try to shame you if you want Because I've, I've not, BBLs are popular. I know some people that are celebrities who've had BBLs. I know people personally that have. Regular people. Regular people I know who have BBLs. As do I. I'm thinking of, like, two people on the may, top of my head that aren't famed, that may, aren't nowhere near famous and shit. <laughs> You may work HR at Target. I mean, like this regular job. You work in HR and you got a BBL. <laughs> you know, you own a daycare and you have a BBL. Like, you know, just regular, regular person. Not a celebrity, not an influencer, not a, you know, nothing like that. But like, um, like contracting, like, yeah, like stuff like that. I don't know. But. But you shouldn't feel shame for it. You shouldn't be shamed and you shouldn't. And then if something happens where, whether it be death or like severe injury, you should not be like, well, that's what you get. Like, it shouldn't be that. That's just really mean. Like, that's very mean. That's very hurtful to say that, especially like these are young women that it's happening to mostly. It's mostly she, young she, women. She's a mother with young kids too. Like, yeah, now they kids, exactly. those kids don't have a mom anymore. So yeah, it's it's a tragic story. Have some compassion. That's that's just all I say. Have some compassion. Be a fucking decent human being. <laughs> now you got me in here preaching. <laughs> Be a decent human being for once. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we shift gears from that, try to end on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to um Mr. Tupac Shakur. He's getting some Cali love now for real. Real Cali love. Getting his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Just about a week before what would have been his 52nd birthday. Yeah, so he's getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. 52. That's crazy. Thinking about Pop being in his 50s. It's crazy. So he's going to get his star June 7th. So that's coming up in a few days. Yeah. On Hollywood mm -hmm. Boulevard. Yeah. No, um, his sister, um, Sakiwa Shakura, is going to be presented with it. And they yeah. say um, Big Boy will be there as well. You know, um, an L.A. radio legend. That's how yeah. Yeah. So they gonna be like part of the ceremony, so yeah. Right. I getting some Cali love. I'm like long overdue, if you ask me. It's like yeah, long but, overdue, yeah. yeah, long overdue. So, mm -hmm. uh, so next time I'm in LA, Hollywood, I gotta check out the Tupac star. Then, <laughs> mm -hmm. so all eyes are, will be on that. All eyes on this star. All eyes on you. <laughs> What's that? That's cold, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, we're not another damn podcast. Just yes. Episode 314. Definitely appreciate you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. You want to further support us, you know what to do. Give us a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What's good? Tasha. YouTube and your Amazon Alexa devices. Also, you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how I do it. Get at me, all right? And you can check me out at MSIMH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs and for your video production needs. Check out straightgullyproductions.com. That's how we do it. Another one. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima.
And we will talk to you later. Bye. Who's on?